Welcome to another episode of For Life and Legacy. We thank you for joining us on today. We do appreciate the opportunity just to speak to you and to continue to provide you some edification and uh, something that could actually, uh, you can stick your teeth into it and get a good bite in every now and again. We believe that we're bringing you good content. And if you do um, indeed enjoy this content, uh, we'll send you uh, an opportunity or give you an opportunity to just talk back to us here pretty soon. We're looking forward to actually doing something, not just uh, through audio, but through video as well. So we solicit your prayers, uh, your thoughts and your, your ideas and everything that uh, is necessary to make this a better platform, a better place as a resource for you. And your legacy, obviously, we are talking today a little bit about bad company. Uh, the true intent was to actually circle back and talk about environment, but I found out that it would be necessary to actually position ourselves uh, from some scriptural basis to make sure we all understand that there is but one God and his name is Jesus, who continues to give us strength and courage for each day. Now, I know that there are many people who may uh, choose to believe in some other form. I understand that that is your choice. I do acknowledge that. But I want to say that consistently, every good thing that's ever happened to anybody is because they followed some basic premises, principles or edicts that have come out of the Holy Bible. Uh, without a shadow of doubt, there are Scriptures upon scriptures that talk about diligence and that the diligent hand shall be made fat and that those who seek things diligently shall be rewarded. And these, believe it or not, is not something new. It is something old. It is something that God has stated and given to his people to tell them, hey, you can't be lazy. You can't be lazy because when you're lazy, uh, you don't profit anything. As a matter of fact, there's another scripture that talks specifically about a man who folds his arms. And the next thing you know, he realizes uh, when he awakens that his field has grown over and that many of the walls that were built up have been torn down, fallen down because of his laziness. And now I know we live in a society where everything we use the term microwave uh, and, and we want a quick fix or whatever it is. But there is without a shadow of a doubt the uh, <laughs> a longing, I think, for society, for some truth. Uh, for someone to actually come in and tell you like your TIE is that they would say back in the day, uh, so that you would not be, uh, led astray. But the truth does it sometimes hurt. The truth requires you to enter into conflict because there's some things you really want to do, um, that are not beneficial to you. And there are things that you should do that you don't want to do that are beneficial to you. Herein lies the conflict. Uh, even if it means that you might hang around the wrong people, it is without, <laughs> is without a doubt. Uh, what many people have fallen astray is that they've become someone who is polarizing and those who are people who would be considered bad company have found it easy 
to become friends of theirs and in so becoming friends of theirs have somehow managed to make it into their, their, uh, their, their dining room table. And somehow when we start breaking bread with people and having discussions over the table, uh, normally when you eat and when you laugh and when you start t- telling jokes and you say, Hey, next thing you know, you know, you're becoming friends and you know that this individual shouldn't probably be at your table. You know that this is bad company. Uh, and you know, truthfully, you might be opening your door. Uh, to some things that you don't want to deal with, but you do it kind of anyway, because you don't want to seem judgmental. And I get it. We should all get it. We should all take our efforts. And I know there are people who will tell you, hey, guess what? You know, Jesus sat with publicans and those who were tax collectors. And you know what's true? He did. <clears throat> he sat with them. But Jesus, when he sat with them, had an agenda. Right. He was invited to the house. He was asked to be there. And nine times out of ten, when he was there, he was a center of attention and he had the opportunity to change the mode of the room, if you will, the the air in the room. Uh, He was able to actually just be a very polarizing figure. And those who needed him at the time listened to him and they did not. They did not. They did not. I say again, they did not want to kick him out, right? They needed him. Those who were in bad company needed him because they were truthfully tired of being part of bad company. One case in point was Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus said, hey, you know, when it was all said and done, he's going to give stuff over to the poor. He's going to repay stuff back. His heart was ready to be converted. Uh, you can look the story up um, and, and you'll see for yourself. This man at one point in time was taking more than likely his, more than his fair share of money from people. But after a meeting with Jesus. So here's the question. If you're meeting with people who would be considered bad company, are they changing after they meet with you? Or did you reach a general consensus that, you know what, maybe we'll meet again. You're not so bad after all. Ah, uh, think about it. Think about it. It's generalities, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. You have to consider in your heart and in your mind, uh, these individuals that you choose to break bread with and, and, and have a discussion about things with, because you're going to share thoughts and ideas. You're going to share, uh, the ways that you feel about things. You're going to share that. And sometimes we don't want to be offensive. We have to be truthful though. Ah, you see, I let that butt out. Yeah, I didn't put the butt in there at all. I wanted to make sure that's a good conjunction. I want to put that semicolon there so you know that's a continuation of a thought. We want to have a conversation and we want to be truthful. That is necessary for everybody in the room. Because if you don't become truthful, then you're going to, matter of fact, not only will you fool someone else, you might just fool yourself. And herein is where we find uh, a scripture. Let's go with First Corinthians, Corinthians fifteen thirty three. It says, "Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals." Hmm. That in and of itself is straight out of the text. I didn't make that up. Didn't put that in your Bible. It's right there. Let's go on with another one. How about this? But examine all things. Hold fast to that which is good. Yes, I am saying. You can talk to people, but you only hold fast to what is good. 
Matter of fact, it goes on in First Thessalonians uh, 5th chapter and 22nd verse. says, stay away from every form of evil. So it is our desire, it's God's desire rather, that we stay away from every form of evil. Um, hmm. Maybe you don't believe me. Okay, how about Psalms 1 and 1? Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the godly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in it doth he meditate day and night. Let's just stick with verse 1, right? Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Hey, by the way, I want to make sure you understand this when we get to this part about sinners. Sin really means you miss the mark, right? You miss the mark. If you're around people who constantly miss the mark, whatever the case may be, maybe some of you, maybe you've been bowling and you never got, uh, never hit a strike. Well, the intent was to hit a strike, right? So when you don't, you miss the mark. Maybe you, you, you hit a spare and you know you want to, or rather you, you hit it and you knock down eight pins and you have a spare left. And so you got to roll that ball one more time and pick up those two pins, but, uh, you don't, you miss the mark, right? You missed the mark. It, it is in sense uh, that you didn't complete it. It's not perfect. It's not done right. It's not done in perfection. And that's essentially what we're talking about. Uh, sin is whatever is not God's will for me, right? Whatever is not God's will for me. Let me make this plain for you. If it is my duty and my job and I, my calling to do exactly what I'm doing now, but it is not yours, but you try to do this anyway, then it's wrong. I mean, it's not the right direction for you because you're going to spend your try- time maybe trying to be me. But I got, I have me done down pat. I've already, God's already got a patent for Michael Coleman. That, that, that's done. It's done. He also has a patent for you. And that's important because when you start doing things that are just out of sort from what you are made to do, a failure would be a very good option. And we could become so frustrated in failure that we might want to give up on life. Uh, that is why it's good to be around good company. People who know you and are willing to spend some time, willing to spend some time in prayer with you. See, so how about this? Uh, Proverbs 22 and, tw- 22 and f- 24. Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man thou shalt not go lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul. So here in news, we, we find that we can make friendships with all kinds of people. That's, no, that's true, I mean. But depending on if you're around an angry person, okay, how about a person who complains all the time? Or maybe someone who um, may have another proclivity. Whatever it may be, the tendency is for us to make friends, to want to be liked. It's a tendency. We want to be liked. We want to be liked. So we don't want to cause conflict. And, you know, sooner or later, when someone begins to reveal their personal views or biases and you don't stand up, you don't say truth, you don't speak truth, you will acquiesce. You will become part of the group and they will start considering you one of us. And next thing you know, I'm... Just going to say that you fall into the wrong counsel. And, and here in Proverbs 12 and 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But he that hearketh unto counsel is wise. So even if you've been listening to fools, even if you've been around people who've been doing foolish things, you still have an opportunity to get into good counsel. Because the truth is, again, Proverbs eleven fourteen says, where no counsel is, the people fail. 
But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Now, maybe you're saying, but I'm just trying to be around people. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to bring them to God. I'm trying to, uh, you know, just be everybody's friend. Well, how about this? Romans 14 and 16. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. It has to be something that polarizes. It has to be something that sets you apart. You know, I can't, I'm married, right? And I can't really be seen uh, eating lunch with the same woman every day. Uh, that's not my wife, right? It would look wrong. It would just look wrong. The question is, is that um, I may be, even a person may be good company, but it looks like I'm keeping bad company. You, you see what I mean? There is something that we need to just be mindful of that when we're around people, we have to be wise enough to know this just looks wrong. It, it is what we have some, in some instances, uh, we've talked about uh, some things are just unethical. It may not be illegal, but it's unethical. It speaks to the integrity of a person. So the question is, is when you're around bad company, does it at least challenge your integrity? Does it think of, do you think about how it could impact how others see you and whether or not the people who want to pour good into something good into a good container. Let me uh, make it better this way. Let's think about this. And I've used this before. Would you rather put a million dollars in a paper bag or in a secure safe? Right. Uh, the, The question here is quite obvious. So the answer is quite obvious. You want to put it in a secure safe. You want to put it in something that's been tested and true, something that's been tried, something that's been verified. You want to put it in something that has greater integrity. Let's just put it that way, because a paper bag honestly does not have the greatest of integrity, especially, I don't know about you, but back in the day when water would get on that paper bag, you try to pick it up, everything, and it's going to the ground. This is what we know. God wants to put good things into good vessels, and those vessels must be integral. And he wants to make sure that what he's placed and given at the time shows forth well to those that are around it. It is important for us to have a great environment. Uh, It is important for us to make sure that our minds are set to be able to pick up what a great environment would look like. What does a great environment look like? Let me go on from Romans, the 14th chapter, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and the joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Get that. For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after these things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. There are key ingredients in here where we're looking for peace, where we're acceptable to God. Another one is even more important, that we edify one another. You see, good company learns to edify one another. 
They don't tear each other down. They don't seek to go after each other's throat. They don't figure out how to do things that are unethical, that doesn't show integrity, uh, that doesn't bring forth light into the room. You want to be around someone who's going to continue to bring forth light into the room, that's going to continue to edify you and build you up, that will tell you the truth, that will tell you the truth, that will tell you the truth. The other scripture says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. There are friends who will tell you the truth for your very, for your own benefit there are and we can't throw those friends away because that's why it says in a multitude of counsel there is safety there are people you know to love iron sharpens iron right it means that you get to be sharpened by the people that you're around you edify one another because you can't do it all by yourself look at one point in time here's the truth Many of us were strangers. We didn't know God. We didn't know this way. We didn't know these thoughts. And we didn't know how God thought. And we're still learning. We're still learning. I'm still learning how God thinks. I'm still learning. For his ways are not my ways and his thoughts are not my thoughts. Therefore, I come to know him that I may know his ways and I may learn his thoughts. And in so doing, I become wiser, which makes me uh, more apt to actually find the right people to mentor me, find the right people to show me the right way. So that I'm not running around in error and I'm not allowing myself to just let anybody pour into me. I'm looking for the right environment. The scripture says it knock, seek and ask. I'm looking for the right environment so that I could be around the right people who will help me call out the good in me. And if you were even more if it were even possible to somehow press down or secure the bad in me, to keep that from coming forward, to actually give God his due in this time, to move out when God tells me to move, not to shirk back, but to take full full understanding and make full awareness that this is the time, this is the season when God says move, I need to move. When God says stop, I need to stop. When he tells me to be quiet, I need to be quiet. When he tells me to be patient, I need to be patient. Uh, How can I prove this? How about this? Hard times, great heart. For what glory is it if when you have been buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently. Anybody can take it. When I've done wrong, Yeah, I get it. But if when you've done well and suffer for it, you take it patiently, it's acceptable unto God. First Peter 2.20. What am I saying? Sometimes there will be hard times, but you need to have a great heart. You can't have a great heart, hang around people who are bad company. Because bad company teaches you to respond in a bad way. When bad things happen to you, they tell you fight fire with fire. They come at it with all guns blazing. And honestly, that doesn't necessarily make the situation better. As a matter of fact, it gives no room for God to work in your behalf. See, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. That's what he said. Therefore, you can simply kill them with kindness. You show people so much love. This is what God asks of us, to show people so much love that at the end of the day, that there is an opportunity for them to gravitate toward the will of God and not the will of man, to take them out of bad company, to pull them away from those things that are wrong so that they no longer have the lusts that they have that war against their souls. First Peter 2 and 11 
There are things that are warring against the souls of the people out there. There are things that are warring. And I know maybe you, you haven't really, really delved into it, looked at it very hard and long. But let me just share this with you. There are things that become addictions, but first, before they become addictions, they started off as cravings, right? Those cravings turn into addictions, and sooner or later, next thing you know, it becomes a cycle, and that cycle needs to be broken. But in order for that cycle to be broken, people who are stuck in those bad ways and bad thoughts and bad ideas, people who are dealing with depression and suicide, people are going through these things, who have these these things that war against their souls. They're looking for hope and there's no hope for them because they don't have people who are willing to actually come out of bad company, become part of good company and bring them the good news. This is what you're here for. You're here to bring someone good news to tell them you don't have to be depressed. You don't have to be downtrodden. You don't have to stay in this space. It is time Time to reshape your environment. I want to be able to provide you. This is what you would say. That I want to provide to them good counsel. I want to be able to help them to know that there is hope for them. That there is a restoration for the soul. And this is possible. But it's very difficult for you to hear and be on the same frequency of God. If you're staying around bad company. I'm saying if you're staying around bad company. You've got to make sure you have the right friends. And those friends do agree with you that there is one way to get out of all the trouble we're in. And it is, at the end of the day, to change the environment. Change your environment. Look around you. Make sure that the environment that you're in is the right environment. Every time. Every time. If your environment's not right, change it. You could pray. You don't have to, you don't have to get on your knees and pray. You could pray sitting down. Change your environment. Change your environment. You can change your environment wherever you are. Right? Be mindful. This is just part one. I got to get to part two. I had to lay the groundwork for part two. But I had to at least start here. Because I believe this is just a life lesson. Right? There is more to you than you could ever imagine. That's why I keep saying that there is greatness in you. There's greatness in you. You're listening to this. It's not happenstance. You're listening to this because maybe it's a challenge to be able to find the right environment. Well, I'm going to tell you today that it's time for you to come on out and do what God has called you to do. For there's greatness inside of you. Until next time, do this for your life and your legacy. God bless. Oh, and please remember to hit that like and share button. Share this with somebody so they can continue to get this good content.